Listener Production. Hey, I'm former Australian beach sprinter and fitness trainer Katie Williams. When I was competing, I would do anything I needed to do to be the best. But now that I'm retired, I'm trying to develop a more balanced relationship with my diet, exercise and my body image. In each episode, I'll try a different diet or lifestyle challenge for two weeks to see if it helps me think, move or feel better. For the next two weeks, I'm challenging myself with an epic productivity routine. So why not want to try a productivity challenge? Well, I met this guy called Chad Cohen a few years ago and I've been following his productivity routine he does every day without fail. He's the most consistent, disciplined and structured guy I have ever met and I need to get on this guy's level. He's focused, he seems stress-free, he achieves so much in his life and in his day and he's so good with sticking to his daily habits. I need to figure out what his morning routine is and do it every single day. I feel like right now I'm not as productive as I could be and I'm also balancing a lot. I tend to throw a lot into my daily schedule and then burn out at the end of the week or the weekends. I want to be able to maintain my energy every day. I want to be able to strip back the things that aren't important and figure out what is a massive priority for me right now. Time management is definitely my biggest weakness, and my other weakness is managing my energy. I can run off adrenaline, take too many things on, and then I can be left feeling overwhelmed with how much I've said yes to. So taking on this productivity routine for me is going to be structuring my life better and also giving me back, I guess more energy and time for self-care because being productive means actually saying no to things and having a rest when you need it. So I'm hoping this productivity challenge is really going to get me back on track. I'm coming into a really busy period of my life right now and having a bit more structure is definitely what I need. So before starting this challenge, I've got to get Chad into the studio to talk about what is productivity. Where do we even start with it? It's such a big word. Why is his routine amazing? How has he refined it? Will it work for me? And also, where do I start? How do I even begin to start living this productive life like Chad Cohen? Well, we're going to find out. Chad Cohen, the founder of Fordham Media, entrepreneur, businessman, and actually one of my mentors, You are the king of discipline, goal setting, and productivity. Thank you for coming into the podcast. No problem. I'm excited. So can you tell me how you stay so organized and productive? Because this just seems to be so easy for you. It flows for you. Mm. So I think, I mean, it's been years of kind of like working out exactly what my process is in order to, I guess, attack things with that consistency and drive and passion. But what I what I do is I kind of take like this macro holistic approach to life as a whole and I work out, okay, what at top level do I want to achieve in say the next year or five years? And then I divide that into separate categories. So what do I want to be doing with my family? What do I want to be doing with my friends? What do I want to be doing with my finances? What do I want to be doing with my business, et cetera, et cetera. 
And then I kind of bring that down into the monthly and the weekly. And I go, okay, cool. What's most important for me to do this week so that I can achieve those bigger goals throughout the year? And I think having that clarity and spending the time planning at a macro level, what does this year look like for me, allows me to really bring it consistent into the week to week. I love your yearly intentions. Being discerning for me has been my yearly intention. And well, it is. I mean, it's only the start of 2021, um, but that's my yearly intention. Can you talk to me about your yearly intentions from 2018, 19 to now and how they tie into your goals currently? Yeah. So 2019's yearly intention was um, celebrate small wins. And this is kind of very much in line with the time in which I realized that I was just full steam ahead, no like observation and no analysis. I was very self-aware of what I was doing, but I also realized that you know, I was just like, oh, sweet, $100,000 deal. Yep, next. I'm just go, 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 go. And I still am go, 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 go. But a lot of people I learn from and a lot of people learn from me. And I wasn't even noticing the fact that I was creating this community of people that I could connect with, which was so special in itself. But all I was doing was like, how can I help these people? How can they help me? How can they help me? These And you don't step transactional. It was so transactional and this kind of shifted my mindset. So Celebrate Small Wins was 2019 and 2021 is just be more definitive. So a lot of people tell me that I'm super laser eye focused with what I want and I am, but I like to get that done internally and I need to, I guess, find better ways to voice what I'm looking to achieve so that it's not a solo mission because all my other businesses in the past in particular have been very solo, Chad, online entrepreneur, And now I've got a team of many people that are kind of like relying on me as well as my family need to understand where I am at emotionally so that, you know, when I do have a bad day or I am struggling mentally or whatever it might be just with fogginess of the mind for a day because, you know, I'm dealing with a really tough situation at work. If I'm not definitive and clear about what's happening in my life right now, both for my team, my family, my friends, et cetera, it's like, how can I expect them to respond in a way that will assist me? Yes. So it's like, that's, yeah, that's 2021's. Oh, I love that. I love them all. So your yearly intention sets the tone for your daily goals and your weekly goals. Is that right? Yeah, 100%. So I think, obviously, yours to be more discerning, it's like understanding what really matters for you most this year yes. and then pulling it back into the day-to-day of what what needs to be done today. So I think the idea of having this big macro idea for the year and then using that to analyze what do I need to be doing today is something that you can definitely do, right? So I use a diary, as I've mentioned before, um, and I'll actually have key themes for my life. So the key themes for my life are things like family and friends, charity, fitness, health, my businesses, and or like there's all different elements and realms of what I do and who I focus on within my life. And I think it's very important for everyone else to do as well. It's like, what are the key elements and themes that make me Katie Williams, right? And from there, you can kind of go, hey, this is what I need to be doing in my week and in my day in order to tie into whatever that big goal is. So you're you're looking to be more discerning this year and understand who you're spending most of your time with. And you're saying to me, Chad, it's really important to me that I build this business or that I build my Instagram following to this because I want to be able to achieve this within really amazing company. Okay, cool. But Katie, you've said to me that this week you went out with your friends 20 times for breakfast, lunch, and dinner five days this week. And there was no time to do work on whatever really mattered most. My question to you would be like, but why? If your big goal for the year was to become really laser eye focused on building a business or building whatever it was, 
why are you spending so much time with your friends? And your friends will probably hate me for this, but the reality is, is that everyone's got their own goals as well. So totally. I also think about, well, by me spending so much time with them, are they aligned to what their vision and goals yeah, yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, we're both year? wasting each other's time. So Better For It is a challenge-based podcast. You are the challenge man. So you're going to set me a challenge today all around productivity. What is my challenge? Um, so I think your challenge is all around becoming more productive and identifying ways in which you give yourself this mental clarity to be able to actually do that. And I think my challenge to you is to become super structured in terms of your week and your day that then tie in with your overarching theme for the year of being discerning or more discerning. And how that looks is basically having a diary that tracks absolutely everything you do. So each week you'll look at your week on a Sunday. So a big thing for me is starting your week on a Sunday and not a Monday. So enjoy yourself, go out for lunch, do whatever you have to do. But at the end of the day, you come back, you sit down at your desk and you go, hey, what are the things that I know are the big things I need to get done this week? What big meetings do I have? What's in my schedule? Where do I have to go? Where do I have to be? And then you look at, okay, this is my schedule for the week starting on a Sunday. These are things I know need to get done. So you create a list of all the things that you need to get done. And that's your weekly plan. My next challenge to you is sitting down for 20 minutes every single morning and actually going back to your diary for each of those days and writing down the things that need to be done in that day. Because every single day, new things are going to come up. And every single day, you're going to have to analyze, okay, what are the things that need to be done? And therefore, it's really important to put it all down into paper in the morning. One of the things that I take that idea a little bit further on is actually highlighting each of the things that you've got in for your day. So each color that I have in my diary basically represents a different theme. And those themes come from the Chad Cohen themes of my life. So you'll have different themes than I will. We'll have some of the same ones as well. But for me, it's things like friends and family, charity, giving back, um, my business for the media, training in the gym, mental health. I've got tons of different colors and each color represents obviously one of those things. However, every day doesn't have to have every single color, but it's important that you identify the different themes within your day. And the reason why it's important to do that is because come the end of the week on a Sunday where you look back at the week before as part of your challenge, you go, hey, did I have 80% of my color in my business color or my podcast color or my friend's color? And you can actually see visually very quickly what was in my week last week. And then you don't feel bad if you realize, hey, like I really wanted to achieve this, but 95% of my time was on this. But really my focus wasn't really there. So the color coding gives you a percentage of how much time you're spending on each task, which you can then look back at your monthly goal, weekly goals, or yearly intention and see if it lines up. So really by color coding it, it actually shows you if you're aligned or if you're not aligned. Correct. My next challenge for you is reading for 30 minutes in the morning. So as part of my routine in the morning, I read for 30 minutes. And the reason why I do it, and I've kind of developed this over many years is, A, I have a big thirst for knowledge. So I really enjoy taking in other, like just really cool, profound ideas about different things in my life, which allow me to connect with other people. And it also makes my conversations throughout the day a lot easier to have because I've got a wealth of knowledge to draw on and connect with people on. And also it gives, it gets my brain ticking. So 
in the morning, you know, everyone wakes up and they're so sluggish. It's like, oh, I can't believe I have to go to work today or I can't believe I have to do this today. But if you commit to sitting down for 30 minutes and learning something or reading something, it gets your brain ticking. I love And this. then when you indulge and jump into conversations throughout the day, you're already like in tune with what's going on. So that's a nice one. Another one of my challenges is meditation in the morning. So I meditate for 15 to 30 minutes, depending on how much time I have. Um, but I'd just like you to get at least 15 to 30 minutes of meditation in daily. Another challenge for you to throw into your morning mix is a gratitude journal. So this kind of actually came back from my Celebrate Small Wins. So at the time where I was really struggling to notice about all the amazing things in my life, not that I didn't know they were there, I just kept steamrolling forward. I realized that in the morning, if you set aside time, 10, 15, 20 minutes to actually go date at the top, Monday, the 15th of February, today I'm grateful for dot, dot, dot. And you've got to list five things. So a lot of my friends were stuck on, today I'm grateful for coffee. Cool, but why? So it's like, today I'm grateful for, and I want you to write down whatever it is that you're grateful for, small or large, but give yourself a bit of time to actually think like, why am I grateful for it? Because I found that over the first year I did just the short sharp and I didn't really get anything from it. But after I started digging into the reasons why I was grateful for something, I really started living from this place of like, oh, wow, it is pretty amazing to be a human. And it is pretty amazing to have opportunities to go out in the middle of the day and podcast or do these sorts of things. So I urge you not to just write down, today I'm grateful for coffee, but today I'm grateful for coffee because it's given me this amazing alertness this morning to podcast amazingly. Yes, to tie it back into a deeper meaning. And the last one, my last bit of homework, which I'm not that excited about is? So your last piece of homework, um, and this aligns to the idea of reading to open up your mind for the day, is doing 30 minutes of movement, preferably not walking if possible, like an actual training session that gets your heart rate up. Not only does it get you awake and you're no longer sluggish in the morning, but it, you've already done the hardest thing that's gonna come in your day because it was a tough session. What changes do you think I should expect from this challenge physically? Mentally and socially. I think let's deal with mentally first. Let's go mentally. I think this plays a big role in the mental side of things. So I think it's going to give you a lot of clarity and I definitely think it will within the two weeks. I think initially you'll feel a bit of hesitance to kind of get it rolling. And I, know I already am. <laughs> I know you're feeling <laughs> that already. Um, but I think over the span of the two weeks, particularly after your first Sunday reflection on the week before, um, I think you'll you'll feel a lot easier with a lot more tasks flying into you and your desk all the time. Let's talk about physically how this will impact me. Physically, I think not too much will change from, I guess, your busy schedule daily, your training. I think you're going to get the benefits of training. I think physically you're going to feel less physically stressed. You're probably... I'm no expert in terms of like how you feel like your muscles and everything, but naturally I find when I'm moving and when I'm training as well as when I'm meditating and calm, it gives me this great balance between, you know, reaching my physical goals, whether it be running faster, whatever it might be, I can't really comment on yours, but it's like, I feel like giving yourself the immense physical training in the morning just to get your heart rate going. It's going to give you this clarity, as we mentioned before, but also you'll, it'll allow you to attack your day better. Yeah. To be honest, I can't really give you physical changes in terms of what you're going to experience, but I think you will feel will less stressed, less anxious. and Definitely. 
So what changes do you think I should expect from doing this socially? Socially, depending on how much time you want to spend with your friends based on your goals over the next two weeks, I think you'll either land up spending more time with your friends or you'll land up spending less. Based on our conversation, I think you'll probably land up spending less time with I, them. I need to for my so- like my social health is through fine, the roof. Through, through the roof. Um, but my physical health could definitely be better. Like I could train a lot more. I want to train a lot more. Well, I think that fits in now, right? So I think you're going to have to train for 30 minutes each morning, mm. right? Which means you're probably going to have to wake up earlier, which means you're also going to be going to bed earlier. And that probably means you're not going to be going out for drinks and dinner with your friends every night like you have in the last week, but you might do it. Every night? You might (laughs) might do it three nights in the week because you're training. (laughs) But the reality is the consistency here is you need to, you've now promised yourself after accepting this challenge that you're going to train every morning, right? Which means that your social life is probably going to take a bit of a hit. Yes. But also over time, maybe not two weeks, you'll realize by becoming more self-aware, if you do choose to take this into your life post the challenge, you will see that you will actually have more time for your friends yes. by analyzing what needs to be there and what doesn't need to be there. Do you think two weeks is enough time to notice benefits? Definitely. I think you might not notice what I've achieved in terms of years of consistency, but I wouldn't have continued this if in the first two weeks I didn't see change. So the biggest thing I would definitely, definitely guess that you would feel less stressed, you'll be, you'll feel like, oh, I'm really getting a lot done, but it doesn't feel as stressful as last week. And then I think the opportunity mid, mid-challenge mid to look back on the week before, you'll feel like, wow, I've managed to achieve a lot, which connects with the celebrating small wins and being grateful. And then also I think slowly towards the back end of the challenge, I think you'll start feeling more confident to really say no to things Mm. because you'll see, hey, last week, this really worked well for me where I said no to this coffee because for the rest of the day, rather than doing two hours in the morning, then a coffee, then four hours of work at the end of the day, I just smashed out six hours of work and I was super focused. I didn't have tons of things flying in. And I think that will be an incentive for you over the back end of the second week to say no to more, more opportunities that week and realize that they might not only be an opportunity on that day, et cetera. And the person will probably want you the week after, but you'll feel more confident and stress-free about saying no. I love that. That's awesome. So I do have some fears for this challenge. One of them is the consistency of doing this every single day and it being a productivity routine that actually starts in the morning. This routine that you do is a lot more extreme and embodied and intentional than the routine I do. So yes, I plan my day, but it is not backed up with my weekly goals. It's not backed up with my monthly goals. It's not really even backed up with my yearly intention. So this really is honing in on my purpose, my values, and what makes me feel aligned, which is great. And I'm so excited, but I'm also slightly nervous for the amount of time, the amount of energy. Will I be able to do it? The Sunday looking back at what I've achieved or what I haven't achieved makes me anxious because I'm a perfectionist. And just like you, I like to have had things ticked off. And when I don't tick them off, I feel deflated. So I'm a bit nervous for the check-ins on Sunday because if I haven't done what I said I was going to do, it might put me a step backwards. Yeah, it's kind of what I would expect from something like this. I think the biggest thing which I can definitely relate to is these are things that I've put into my routine over time, whereas you're about to get a... Oh, I'm doing it all at once. At once, exactly. 
give it your best shot. I think you're going to see change in the first few days once you do it. I think the big thing for you will be waking up early enough to fit what is probably over, or it is including gym. It's an hour and a half to two hours of work in the morning. But I genuinely believe that if you are to get all of this stuff done first thing in the morning, those two hours will set you up for an even more productive seven, eight hours, nine hours afterwards. It's just about giving yourself the opportunity to become really like awake and alive first thing in the morning with your gratitude, your training, your meditation, whatever it is. And you will see that you will be able to fit way more into your day afterwards, not only because of the early wake up, but because of how mentally clear you are, because you've set yourself up to do the hard things first. Yes. So my homework for this challenge, this productivity challenge, starts off by waking up early, doing my meditation, doing my gratitude journal, which is very detailed and very specific, doing my day plan with the Migos journal, and also doing my day plan, color coding the things that are important to me. So fitness, family, you know, it could be wellness or me time, aka reading, but breaking the week up and color coding what's priority. So I'm doing that daily. The other thing I'll be doing is every Sunday, I'm starting my week off on Sunday, not Monday. So on Sunday, I've got my journal. I've also got my um, planner on my phone. I'll be using both a physical journal and a digital journal or calendar and color coding my week with my weekly goals, making sure that's aligned with my monthly goals and my yearly intention. So Sunday, I'm mapping out the full week with my macro tasks. And then every day is my micro tasks or my, you know, big rocks, small rocks. Big rocks on the Sunday, small rocks on every day. Then if if that's not enough, I'm going to be doing 30 minutes of reading in my morning routine. And then Last but not least, which is the one I am resistant to, is training in the mornings straight away, getting it getting it over and done with. That's quite a lot. We're priming the body. We're priming the mind. I'm reading. This is a chocker block productivity challenge. Good luck. Chad Cohen, someone who inspires me, someone who's my mentor. It is so good to have you in the studio. You are just a wealth of knowledge and I'm so excited to do this productivity challenge. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Good luck. I'm ready to go. I'm excited for this one. And this is the book that I'll be reading for this challenge, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I have read this once before and I loved it the first time around. So I feel like the second time around, I can get a lot more juice out of it. Let's go. I am stressed today. I have so much to do and I haven't done my morning productivity. I have had a breakthrough during this challenge. Oh my God, I look so tired. So I have learned that throughout this challenge, I just do too much in a day. I think I think that I can do everything, which there comes a point where you can't and you go, okay, I actually can't get a million and one things done in a day. And you know, you learn to say no and prioritize better. To be honest, I've actually been doing really well at this challenge, but there's just some days where I've had to move it and that's fair enough. It has to fit in with your lifestyle as well. Like you have to be able to make changes when you need to and you know what sometimes when something is due and something is important with work you can't say sorry i'm just gonna read for 30 minutes i'm not gonna take your phone call 
That's not the way life works. Sometimes you have to sacrifice to get the job done. So that's what I'm doing. If you want to watch me take on this challenge in real time, I do a vlog where I take you through the entire journey with me. You see me colour coding my life, planning my day, meditating, reading, training, going through breakthroughs and breakdowns, the whole shebang. You can watch it on my Instagram at Katie Williams. So I spent the past two weeks starting my day with an epic productivity routine and the challenge is now over. So the question is, am I better for it? The answer is yes. I am so much better for it. I loved this challenge so much. So week one, to be honest, the first few days gave me anxiety. Looking at how much I had to do and how much I had decided to plan in my week, but chunking it up into tasks and colour coding it made me feel like I was in control of my schedule and it allowed me to see what was priority and what can wait. So in week one, I actually had a bad flu, which wasn't ideal and it meant that I couldn't do any training for the week. I was home and I was working from home for that whole week. It was actually good because I did my reading, I did my gratitude journal, I still planned my day and I still ticked off four out of five of the tasks to do except for the morning training. So week one was great except for the fact that I was feeling unwell and I couldn't do my morning training. I would have loved to have seen how I felt ticking off such a big thing in the morning like your hardest training session, that really does amplify your day and put you in a good headspace. So week two, I was actually able to do that. Because I was feeling better, I started getting back into training, but my workload also increased. I have to say, in week two, I failed my morning reading, but that's okay. I did fit in a lot and I was trying to do a lot in the morning anyway. In week two, I really started to feel the benefits. I felt less stressed. My life felt more structured and more organized. I was less in my head and I had no more mental to-do lists. It freed up space in me mentally, which then led to better focus and mental clarity throughout the whole day. I felt like I was on a roll for the rest of the day. And I also felt like, well, the day kind of flowed. All the stressful tasks were already done. My fears definitely played out throughout this challenge. I feared that I wouldn't want to exercise early in the morning. This happened... But moving forward, I still know that I don't love training early in the morning, so that fear is still real for me. I feared that I wouldn't have time or I wouldn't be able to do the full morning routine first thing in the morning. This happened on a few days. Some days I had to be in Bondi or in the city at 7am, so I actually had to break my homework up. So some days I meditated in the car, pulled over in between meetings, or I did my training session later in the day. For me, it was still a successful day to have ticked off my productivity tasks. And even if I had to break it up throughout the day, at least I got it done. The days that I was doing my productivity routine all at once in the morning, I definitely felt calmer and more productive than the days that I had to break it up. But still, I think it's a success to have ticked it off in the first place. Physically, I couldn't really measure this because I was sick. However, if I did this challenge daily with my morning training, I definitely think I would have felt physically stronger and had a bunch of endorphins running through my system in the morning, which would have given me energy throughout the day. So I'm looking forward to actually trying this after. My social health actually suffered a little bit throughout this challenge, but that's because I give my social health too much priority in my life. I can tend to say yes to things and hang out with people during the week. And in fact, I actually need to get an early night to get up early to start my day with this productivity routine. So that was a good one for me. 
Mentally, I felt amazing. I was motivated and I felt like I got more done in two weeks than I had in like a whole month. Two weeks was definitely enough time for me to notice benefits. I actually felt them within the first few days, structuring out my day, structuring out my week, seeing what needs, assessing, and also visually seeing the colors and what needs adjusting in my life. Will I continue doing this long term? I absolutely will. This productivity routine is something I think all people should do. Do you need to do all five? No, just pick ones that resonate with you and ones that you can fit into your schedule. I definitely think that I can do three out of the five. My favorites were the Sunday planning, planning my day, using the highlighters to color code my life. Assessing that is really cool to look back at what needs adjusting and improving. The morning reading is something that I haven't been able to grasp yet, but I would love to do reading, but maybe I'll do it at night. And then also the daily training is something I want to get back into. But can I do this every morning? I'm not sure. My training at the moment still has to fit in with my work schedule. So that is something that I'll work on. However, this long-term productivity routine is a massive, massive yes. And if I can tick off three of the five, then that's a huge win for me. I would 100% recommend that you take on this productivity challenge. And I'll definitely give you some advice because this challenge was not easy. Don't do all five habits at once, particularly if you're someone that doesn't wake up early. If you're now trying to add in meditation, gratitude journaling, planning your day, highlighting your day, and then of course you've also got meditation and reading and a morning workout, that's quite a lot to fit in your morning, particularly if you're someone who maybe struggles with discipline or struggles with motivation or struggles with, you know, sticking to their own promises they make to themselves. So if that is you, start off with one habit at a time. Maybe you start with the Sunday planning. Maybe you do that for a few weeks. You just do one task, plan your Sunday for the week. Maybe you start with just planning your day, buy a journal, buy some highlighters, start with one thing at a time. I would definitely advise that you have two journals or two diaries. So first of all, you need a gratitude journal strictly a gratitude journal. Don't write anything in it. Just keep it as that. The other thing is having a physical diary and having a digital diary. Using a calendar on your phone is absolutely vital. It's important to know where you're going, how long tasks take and deadlines that you have coming up. We're all busy and in order to not feel mentally scattered and cluttered, we need to have a structure and a plan. So physically have a diary that you write out and also have a digital one on your phone. It's really important to be flexible and dynamic with your schedule, particularly if you've got wiggle room with tasks for work or if you've got wiggle room for your social activities, keep them flexible. But do not, I repeat, do not be flexible on your non-negotiables. It is so important that you stick to your meditation, journaling, exercise, anything that you tell yourself is a non-negotiable, stick to it and don't cancel. Because when you start cancelling on yourself, you will cancel on your health. So that's it for my two-week productivity challenge. My next challenge is going gluten-free with nutritionist Kaylin Bursell from Equalution. Join me next time to see if I'm better for it. Better For It was presented by me, Katie Williams, producer, Lindsay Green, audio producer, Darcy Thompson, and executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. Listener.